Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I want to tell you all about a new line of boats they are carrying. Whalen Bay now carries tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, Tahoe boats, and we all know the last one, Mako. So now, no matter what your boat needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. You have your choice of the number one aluminum boat, family boats, performance fishing boats, or just a straight up fishing machine in the new Mako boats. Does it get any better? Also, I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all of the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure that your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. And you can do all this at Whalen Bay and St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207. Or give them a call at 904-217-3778. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, and Mako boats. Whalen Bay Marine, give them a call at 904-217-3778. Welcome to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Favor and Captain Scott Shank. The Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, sitting with Captain Ricky Purpour. And Captain Scott Shank is, uh, he's, he, he's, he, he's big time in us. Yeah. Big time on us because he's shooting TV shows. TV show. The, the, the last two days. So. And I heard he caught a sailfish. Man, I mean, of, of all the times to catch a sailfish. That, that was a good time. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty good time. You <laughs> yeah. know, good, good for him, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, to, to catch a sailfish. Um, I haven't caught one. You've caught one this year. I have not. One. You've caught one? Yeah. And they did not catch one all year last year, so I felt like it was deserved. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I agree with you, but, but of all times to catch one. Yep. And, and I've been surprised that we all haven't caught numerous sailfish. I saw with, a free with, jumper. With, you did? You saw yeah. a free jumper? Uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yesterday. So sitting in Cap Scott's seat is your son, Hunter, who is your basically first mate. That's right. Correct? Good yep. stuff. Hunter, how are you, buddy? You good? Yes, sir. Great. Right. How are good. you? Doing good. Doing good. <laughs> so, you saw a free jumper this week? I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah. Kingfishing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm talking about lots of air time. It, it was really cool. I've never seen one do that. Just, right. I've seen them free jump lots of times, but never seen one. Just stay 20, in the air. 20, 30. I mean, just over and over and over. It was, yeah. It was like, wow. <laughs> He's fired up. <laughs> Let's go catch him. So, so how far away was he? 400 yards, long ways. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And we did but, try. But, but. but you did try. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I've done that. You know, I've seen them free jump like that and try and, and, and gone over to them and caught them. Yeah. You know, you know for sure. But, I mean, if, you, if they're way off, that's that's one thing. But, yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, it's not something that you, you expect to see. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we, we see a lot of things when we're fishing. But all of a sudden, a, 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 you know, a free jumping sailfish is not something you just kind of look at each other like, huh, that's kind of weird. You yeah. Know, why, why, is he, why is he doing that? You yeah. Know? So. Uh, we, we did not have the right baits either. This, this, this was the day that nobody caught pogies. Right. Um, we went to the wrong jigging spot. Yeah. But I knew there was bait there. I just didn't know it was that small. Right. And there was tons of cigar minnows. We just, they were all two inches. Right. Exactly. And, and did they bite the sabiki rig? Yes. Okay, because I was at the same spot there a week ago, and I couldn't get them to bite. So, but 
I felt like my hooks were a little big on my, my sabikis. And, and all sabikis, so, you know, six, eight, ten, whatever, my sixes are supposed to be smaller than what they say. Yep. You different know what I'm saying? Manufacturers have different yeah. yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was kind of kind of stuck there. But anyway, I, I honestly kind of living vicariously through you guys this week. Um, I was supposed to fish Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Monday was out. Um, and then and then Tuesday, I just didn't like the forecast. And and, and honestly, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, I know that that you rescheduled for today also. It, it talk, I talked to Captain Kirk Waltz today out of Mayport, and he said the bait's been a total hit or miss. And then he said the jigging bait's been a hit or miss. And he said the kingfishing has been a hit or miss. He said it's really backed off a bunch. Same for us. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the kingfish, the morning, yesterday morning, they were, they wouldn't bite. Just, I mean, we tried three spots that we know are holding the kingfish. Right. And they just wouldn't do it. And it finally made a move to the fourth spot, and it was pretty well wide open. I mean, just one after another. Yeah, but, it was one line at a time. Yep. Yeah. So, but but it was a uh, – we didn't try that spot the morning. But, right. But, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I mean, but you know what? Last week, you know, obviously fishing every day, um, there was there was two or three mornings where – I didn't start catching fish till nine thirty or ten o'clock, you know. Um, you know, and, and everybody would scatter and go everywhere, and then just kind of sit in there and be patient. You know, um, pe- people love to to um, chase radio fish, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm I'm kind of the opposite, you know. I, I, Me too. I, I, I like to I like to get off somewhere by myself, and and if 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 you and I and you know, two other boats. That that that's that's fantastic. You know, but kind of when it when it gets to six to eight boats and we're all. I mean, the, the last week when we were fishing on what we call the the, the south, end, and we were all struggling, and you could see one person to to the mm-hmm. east of us caught a fish. It was like a convergence, man. It was like, right. All of a sudden, you see seven boats just. Yeah, the I same mean, direction. literally, literally. I'm looking at Ricky, and, and we're all. It's, look, we're slow trolling anyway. Okay, so we're not we're not trying to outrace each other, but we're trying to see. Okay, what angle have I got to get in the middle of all this? And it, it, and the funny thing was is that whenever we all kind of got close to where the other, it, it was game on. Yes, you know, and I think that's a perfect conversation because him and I were talking about this recently. When when the fish are schooled up, they're they're schooled up. You have to go where the fish are at. Right. And it, it may not be where you thought they were. Right. But if somebody catches a fish and he's not far from you, you probably need to be over there. Uh, yeah, no question. So, so I always think about, like, a, a pack of kingfish or, or whatever, jacks, you know, because they love to school. And, and they're just they're, 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 they're just kind of swimming around. You know, they're not – and, and because so many times you'll, you'll have a double on, mm-hmm. right? You know, bam, bam. And you're like, all right, we're on them. And then you're like, dang, you know, you go 15 minutes, you go back over that spot. But then, you know, this guy's got them on over here. So you, you kind of ease over there, and then you got bam, bam, you get a double again. I'll, I always think about those, those schools swimming around that, let's just say, uh, six, 700, 800 square yard area. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't think that – because just like that, for example, that morning when we all got there, all of a sudden it just quit on that spot and we all you see everybody spread out and 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 somebody would hook them again 
You know? And, you know, I think that day I was really paying attention that day because it was a uh, – it was slow to start. Yes, it was. It was very slow. And like you said, that, that one guy caught a fish. Yep. We all went to him. We all caught fish yes, right we there. Did. Everybody yep. that got close enough. But after that, I noticed that one time you had a fish on way to the south of us. Yep. And 600 yards to the north of me, somebody else had a fish I, on. I, I totally agree. And then I caught a fish at that same time right in the middle. So they, they kind of – it seemed like it, they spread out. There's, I, I had the exact same – thinking process that day because um I, where where that guy was is really close to one of my favorite little founder spots mm-hmm. so whenever whenever i see people hooked up i have so many numbers right there that i can literally go to my gps and go okay he's at you know number one number two number three and i'll punch that number in and go to him and 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 i noticed on on that particular day that all of a sudden like you said i ended up going way south out in a basically the dirt and catching fish and and then i looked at woody and and woody was north of me catching fish so yeah it just seemed like that they 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 did spread out or or they just started biting yeah you know what i mean sometimes it just turns on no it does there's 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 no question i think that happened yesterday i think the fish just turned on because i know where i was fishing there was fish right that morning I thought it was the baits because we had the little bitty. Oh, they'll yeah. As, as long as they're swimming, they love those little cigar minnows. They'll smack them. No yeah, doubt. yeah. There's, oh. there's, there's no question. Something else to add to that day. Last year, I saw Captain Guy Spear way to the south catch a cobia while we were all catching kingfish to the north. Mm-hmm. I did that that same day, and we had a cobia on. I don't have any idea what the relevance is or why the cobia would be south of that area, but it, it, it was. I've seen it happen a couple times now. So. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I did catch um, – it, it was funny. I was fishing with Art and Pat last Monday, and um, they, they basically catch and release. They just love to mm. catch fish, you know, and um, hooked a cobia. And they're like, oh, we don't want that. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's, uh, let's, you know, let's, let's, because if it's, if it's legal, it's going home, oh, yeah. you, you know? And um, we got it up there and Art, the first thing Art said, he said, it's 33 inches to the fork, right? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that fish is well over 33 inches to the fork. And I've, uh, you know, I've done this long enough to know that don't. It, it, it's they, they look so much bigger in the water sometimes. You know, hundred percent agree. Yeah, they and, and I I broke out my my big landing net, got the fish up there, and and you know put it on the back deck, and it was it was third it literally it was thirty two and a half, and yep. I'm like dad, and he even said wow I thought that fish was much bigger than that, and I you know went on to explain that's why we, you know. Put them in the landing net. Don't don't gaff them. If you think it's even close, don't don't gaff them. Just and and the cool thing about the landing net is they calm down. Yep. When that when that when when they get into the net. Now when you dump them out, you same know, as redfish. Say, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I got the treble hooks in the finger from a redfish dumping him out. <laughs> but that's brutal. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a funny story too. He was telling me about when they were younger at his buddy had did that he's like you know you can't get your hands real close as soon as you dump them out of the net because when you lay that net flat he's back on a flat surface yep. and he'll go to flopping you and go he, to take him out yep and he sets the net down and reaches his hand down there i mean we were just talking about this maybe 
45 minutes yeah, before see, that. Yeah, see, son, I told and you. Yes. <laughs> and that feels so embarrassing Uh-oh. when you're telling somebody not to do this. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, that, that's good stuff. Six four one ten ten. Give us a call right here on the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Ricky Papoor, his son Hunter, sitting in with us, and we come back. Captain Leon Dana is in, and uh, we we have all kinds of things to talk about with, with Leon. So it should should be fun. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Ricky Pupor, sitting in with my son, Hunter Pupor, and Captain Kevin Favor. Yes. And I think we have Captain Leon Dane on. We do. We do. What's up, Leon? What's going on, Kevin? Hollywood. Hollywood. Neon Leon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> prime time, Charlie. Ah, it's prime time. I love it. <laughs> That's right. That's right, baby. Uh, I've been called right, that so, for a long so time. So, just where did where did uh, come on, man? Where did prime time charters come from? I mean, are you an FSU fan? No, absolutely not. You know me. I don't like football whatsoever. It's uh, my best my best buddy, Phil Dade, the one that I gave a kidney two years ago. When we'd be sitting there playing poker across the table from each other, he'd look over at me and go, come on, prime time, what you got there? <laughs> and I'd just look back at him, and I'd just smile at him, and I'd say, only prime time be knowing what prime time be doing. <laughs> and, and okay. All right. just, look, it, it, and the thing is, whenever you have the local card game, yeah, and let's just say that you play once every two weeks, Everybody's got a nickname. Everyone has a nickname. You know? Um, Man, I mean, because we used to, I mean, we used to play a lot of cards. You know, when Texas Hold'em was, like, really big. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, when it was, like, just, I mean, everybody wanted to play Texas Hold'em. And, I mean, we would have some. No limit Hold'em. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just some, I mean, it was was fun. I mean, it was was a blast. but, But everybody had a nickname. You know, there was the antagonist. There was yard dog because they mowed yards for a living. You know? <laughs> I mean, we, we everybody had a nickname, man. It was it was good stuff. So that was prime time. That was you. Yeah, Phil Day gave me that name years ago, uh, playing poker, and it, it just was a good name. And when I became when I got into into the guide business, I was talking to him about it, and he goes, "So what should I name my business?" <laughs> Prime time charters. <laughs> and I went, oh, you know what? It fits it, it you, Leon. I got to tell you. <laughs> it was so funny. I think a week or two ago, I was on the radio and I went, Hollywood. And everybody else is on the radio going, Who what the hell the is this? Hell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, um, this week I have yep. been fishing the North Valley uh, myself. Water temperature has varied anywhere on the low end of 86 degrees and the high end of 92 degrees. Oh, God, it's uh, hot, man. It's, it's hot. 
I'm yeah. fishing mornings, trying to keep it cool. We so, Leo, I, 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 I don't mean to interrupt right? you. What's the hottest you've ever seen it? I've seen 95. You know, you'll see I've, 95 this year. I mean, it's, it's June. No doubt. I mean. Dude, it is June. It is not Yeah. Even, yeah. It's scary. We get some humidity in there. We 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 got <laughs> we, we got to got to have something, man. I mean, I I'll, I'll tell you, it's because we went from not for fishing, but we went from a very pleasant spring. Oh yeah. I we mean, did. the weather was was like stunning, beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, where you were just outside and you were like, you had a long sleeve shirt on. You're like, oh my god, this is. We didn't fish much, but then, now it's, I mean. It's hitting a hundred with no problem. Yeah. That, that's, mean, that, that's crazy. Jerry Clower said it best: "Shoot up amongst us, someone's got to give." <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah so one of us needs some relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, see, I saw you had a, a one hundred and seven oh. in your truck today, Leon. I, I had a hundred and one in mine after it had been, you know, running down the highway for hours. I was driving down the road and it was one. I could not believe it was one oh seven. That's what my dash was reading. I'm like, you yeah. got to be kidding me. No, mm. no, it's 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 uh, it's tough. But so with ninety three degrees of, of water temperature, I I mean the fish do they bite in that? They do. Un- unbelievably, they do. But I'm fishing, I'm fishing ten feet of water or deeper. Right, I'm trying to find deeper, cooler water, and they're actually they're actually feeding. Um, I'm where we switched over from Gulf shrimp to uh, river shrimp now, and they're growing large enough that they're good bait size. Okay, and I'm fishing deeper holes, and I'm using as light of jig heads as I can get away with to let them float through. The holes, not throw, casting them into the hole and letting them sit on the bottom, but letting them drift through the holes. And that's that's how I'm picking up my redfish and black drum also. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, I mean, and then, I'm doing and a then, hit and run, and then too. You've done, you've, done, you've done some tarpon fishing this week, too. I have done some tarpon fishing when we've been lucky enough to be able to fish the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you hit the, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, bait this week has been hit and miss. I, yep. I, my technique of using side scan on the tarpon pods, that's just not going to work when they're when you're in 20 feet of water and the and the bait is in from 10 feet below, right. not on the surface. Right. Uh, we discussed it working behind shrimp boats, methodically uh, working the bait, uh, the bycatch, uh, setting up my own uh, chum slicks is producing. Um, you and I had the discussion. It's not by any by any chance wide open yet. The tarpon are not thick. No. But no. if you work at it and you maintain a solid chum slick and you work through the sharks, you will produce tarpon. They will come. It's well, just it's gonna so, be one or two, that's it. Right. So what I always told people when I because I, I grew up chum fishing and yeah. It, it, the, the sharks show up first. You That's want correct. sharks in your chum line because right. they create an energy of of, of feeding. Of and feeding. when they create, yeah. and, 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 and I, I can remember sitting there chumming for hours and not seeing anything, and I would get so excited about seeing a shark. 
because I first off I knew probably I was that's in the start. correct. Yeah, uh, it, it, that's the start. I was in the correct water depth, and 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 then and then you, when you saw a shark explode on a dead bait, all right, instead of just coming up and just kind of eating, if, if if they create that energy, it attracts everything else. It's it's amazing. Um, it's just like, and I, and I know you don't do much bottom fishing, Leon. Ricky, you do. Sometimes when you pull up to a spot and you look at it, you don't see much, you know. But but you're anchored up there, and and then all of a sudden you you you, you catch a couple fish. And you look down, it's like the whole screen's lit up. Here they come, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's the same it's the same thing when when you're chum fishing like that. You you want the sharks. It, it, it don't that doesn't mean you need a line out there, you know, to to, to catch them. And if, unless you want to, that's fine. But if you'll just be patient. The tarpon will show up behind them. If there's sharks in there, there's tarpon. You can almost bet that. That's, that's right. That's really good information. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 And, it, and the thought of sharks getting in my chum if I'm after tarpon is like, I'm ready oh to no, 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 out. no. That's what you want. But that's yeah, that's, that's what you want. Yep. You just that, have that's to. That's the beginning to... of the feeding food chain. Right. Right. Awesome. Yeah, the, the sharks are first, and then the tarpon are second. I've tried making my own chum slick before, but I, I evidently I wasn't in the right depth of water i just heard you say yeah yeah and and, i mean that's all we used to do was chump fish you know we used to um have a chump bag and the first thing you did in the morning we didn't go look for pogies we went to a shrimp boat right chump i mean that's that's what we did for i mean that's how i I mean i I made a living doing that gosh i don't know i mean slow trolling pogies is is fairly new i mean i know that sounds Mm -hmm. crazy i mean it's probably 20 years old yeah i remember but but it's not it's not like something that um you know, in, in the 80s, all we did was chump fish. You know, we didn't know anything about slow trolling, you know. Um, and if there wasn't a shrimp boat out, we'd catch pogies and, and, and load up our, you know, our leaf bucket or whatever and, and use pogies. The, That's the right. Only pro- the only problem with using pogies is that the fish get bored. They, you know, when when you have bycatch off of a shrimp boat, there's they cokers. Get there's, there's spots. That's right. There's little sand trout. Um, there's 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 all kinds of stuff the crabs, um, uh, shrimp mammies. So there's there's all kinds of stuff for them to eat. When they come into a pogey, a chum slick, they'll eat three or four and be like, eh, okay, I'm good with that. But they've come into a a, a, a bycatch chum slick, they they'll, they'll be more selective about what they're eating, but they'll stay up a whole lot longer. Something that's else, slightly off subject, but. I've noticed, so yesterday, day before yesterday, Hunter and I went mangrove snapper fishing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you chumped By the way, up. good job, Ricky. Yeah. Oh, thank you, buddy. Yeah, so we, we, Kevin was just talking about the bottom. There not being anything on the bottom machine. We were going to leave this spot, but it was we were running low on time, and I knew that if it was going to make it happen, I had to chum them right there. We weren't going to be able to run and keep trying to find them. So we started chumming, and lo and behold, they came up in massive numbers. Yeah. It was, it was unbelievable. And what you were just talking about, the right kind of bait or what, mm-hmm. what they want or what they don't, pogies do not work as a chum for mangrove snappers. Or maybe I should say, because I'm not really experienced in that type of fishing, they did not work that day. Okay. We got sardines out. And started chumming them with that. You ch- chunking them. Ch- just cut, breaking off pieces, busting right. them with my fingers or right. cutting them or whatever. Right, okay. And 
immediately they came up. Really? But they wouldn't eat the pokies? They would not eat a live pokey. They would not eat. And this not had anything to do with a hook size or line. Right, because you use the same thing with the. Yes. They will bite chunks of sardines or whole sardines if you hide the hook really well. But they will not bite a pokey alive or dead or a piece of one. And they won't come to the chunks of it. And I've tried that with mullet before, too. And it's the same thing. I'll be darned. It blows my mind that that's. Yeah. It, it's Ricky, I need to, to bring you a five-gallon bucket of what I call diamonds. They're one one inch to two inch long pogies in the valley, and let you chum them with those critters. And I bet you it'll drive them wild. No, I, it, it, it's it's it, it's interesting. It, you, and you might be right, Leon. But if they're if you're chunking them, what difference does it make whether they're one inch or six inches? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, and I, that's. That's what I'm thinking. I, I, we're cutting pieces of them up, right? And it, it, I think it's got something to do with the oiliness of the pokey. Who who knows? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Hey. I mean, because I, I've caught I've caught plenty of mangroves on pogies inshore. Yeah, you know, I've caught them on live pogies offshore. But this day, they right? Would that, not... that, that that particular day, hmm. right? They, but the oil right. makes you think. You know, we catch we catch bonita or and, uh, strips of bonita on the bottom. Sometimes for mangroves, yeah, using a bonita for and that's a bait. one of the most oily baits you can. You get. weren't supposed to say that. That it is. <laughs> <laughs> that it is. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yep. So, did you have a, a, a lot of them chummed up? We did. It was so awesome. Oh I mean, my gosh, that's uh, so cool. I don't do that type of fishing a lot, mm-hmm. but every time I do, and it and it works out where the, where they come up and you're you're, you're hand feeding them, right? Because you're looking at them, right? It is that is so. And you know, mangrove snapper for me is a high, super high quality fish. I I, I think. Oh, I, I agree. Oh yeah. man, oh, I, yeah. I love that. And we caught some big ones too. So you know. Yes, you did. <laughs> that's, that's fun, man. That's that is, fun stuff. That's fun stuff. So what's on what's on the agenda, Leon? What do we got tomorrow? Man, I'll tell you what. I'm watching the weather like a hawk. That's for sure. I mean, yep. I'm bringing, I'm I'm pulling a Kevin favor. If I got a rod holder, it's going to have a rod in it tomorrow. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's exactly <laughs> what it's going to be. <laughs> I, I know. On on, uh, I backed the uh, the boat up in the driveway on last Friday because I don't I don't fish on weekends, and uh, Carrie comes out. And she goes, "You need some help." I'm like, "Sure," you know, and. I think we took 20 rods off the boat. She goes, my God, what do you need all these rods for? You know, I said, well, I need tarpon rods. I need kingfish rods. I need bottom rods. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you don't, you don't know. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing to do right now, Leon, is you go out there and, you know, you go, all right, I'm going to go kingfishing today. And you pull up to a pokey pod and it's, it's loaded with tarpon and you don't have a tarpon rod on the boat. Right. That's, you know, I mean, it, 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 that's what you have rod holders for. Right. So, yeah. Especially the shotgun. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not leaving until 8 o'clock. It sounds like they found bait late today. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off and let everybody go find bait, and then I'm going to slide out there and, and uh, see, see what the ocean brings. Yeah, yeah when they said they found it, did it come to the surface or did it stay down deep in 20 feet? I don't know. Okay. I, 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 I honestly, I don't know. I know that they found bait today, and they all fished the beach because it was blowing out of southwest at fifteen to twenty. I don't know that they even caught fish today. I, I can't, I can't give you that. But I, I do know that they found bait, and that's simply for the fact that it blew east yesterday and blew southwest this morning. So that southwest wind usually brings it back up, and, it, and it's supposed to blow uh, south southwest in the morning, but at five knots. 
I think tomorrow's going to be beautiful. I hope so. Yeah, me too. Me too. I just hope Something it isn't else. as hot as it was today. Oh, my Jesus. God. If it's, if it's supposed to blow southwest at 5, it's going to be brutally hot tomorrow. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes. Yep. Something oh, else man. I find amazing. I know we got to hurry. but yep. um, The ocean going from wide open, kingfish bite, pokies yep. everywhere, sardines everywhere, to from the next day yep. to dead. Can't find pokies. Can't find sardines. Can't get a kingfish to bite. Yep. That's, that blows my mind how it shuts down like <laughs> yeah. that. It shouldn't, Ricky. It's northeast Florida. Yeah, and I've said right. it a thousand times. The only thing consistent about Northeast Florida is the inconsistencies. Yeah. <laughs> I know we need to take a break, but I text. I was leaving late, like I always do, seven thirty, eight o'clock. Leon's at Matanzas, and I text him, and I'm like, um, "The bait's at the North Cut." <laughs> 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 and he's like, "What? What do you mean it's at the North Cut?" I said, "Yeah, it's at the North Cut." He goes. I'm in Matanzas already. And he goes, I, I haven't seen a thing. And I'm like, well, you know, right w- welcome to our world, brother, because this is yeah. the way it is every day. Every day. <laughs> I appreciate I, you not saying what I texted you back. I know. I know. <laughs> 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 all right, brother, we got to run. Appreciate you. Uh, all right. Before I go, in the immortal words of Corey Sparks, I love you guys. You're the best. <laughs> Bye. Uh, see, see you, Leon. <laughs> oh, we're going to have some fun. 641-1010. Give us a call right here on the Moe's South Rosco Fishing Forecast. Be right back. The Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. Welcome back to the most South Coast Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Favors, sitting with Captain Ricky Papour. Captain Scott Shank is out this evening. Um, so sitting in for him is uh, someone very close to Captain Ricky, his son, Hunter, who is the first mate on the rock bottom. Correct? Right? That's I got right. it. And uh, so, Hunter, I'm, I want to ask you a question before we go talk to Captain Chip. We go. All right. All right. Um, You've been doing charters with your dad this year, right? right? And whenever you have been doing it, what what's your favorite? What what is your favorite fishery? You're like, oh, cool, we're gonna go do that today. Oh man, it changes every day. It really I, does. I, I, I so know. Like one of one of the funnest trips I could ever remember doing one day was it was slick as glass, and we were sitting like twelve miles offshore and just throwing live baits over and catching amberjacks right oh, here. You were Kevin parked next to us. Yeah. You were parked dead next to us yeah. when we had the bay boat. Yeah. That was one of the funnest days ever, but I don't want anything to do with the kingfish. And then we go wahoo fishing in the wintertime. And, man, the wahoo fishing's awesome, but it's, it's hard. It's wintertime. It's, it's, hard, it's hard for everybody else to love it because they have never caught a wahoo. And to go out there and pay all that money to go catch a wahoo, you know, oh, you yeah. got one fish. that You're looking for one fish yeah. all day. but And then you go bottom fishing. And it's like chumming yeah, the mangroves it, up. That's fun. I, I think that um, that's a great answer, by the way. It, it People always ask me, you know, what's your favorite fish? And, and, and I, I, I I cut my teeth, and, and, and Chip can jump in here. I cut my teeth tarpon fishing. That's what I did, you know. And and and, and when there was, there was a time we totally depended on shrimp boats. That's the only way – that we would catch fish is because we would we would buy the bycatch off of the shrimp boats, um, and obviously, like I said, 
pogies will work, but they don't work near as good as, as that bycatch. And when the net ban came into effect, um, it made a lot of strippers mad. And they were like, dude, we're not selling you guys chum anymore. So we had to go find an alternative to, to catch a tarpon because, again, that's just that's what we did. I mean, it's, you know, king, I, I've caught more 40-pound kingfish chum fishing than you could ever imagine, ever, you know. But it was, it was a bycatch. We right. had some type of a live bait out there, and, and most of the time we would have people bottom fishing while we were drifting, and they were catching croakers and whiting, and, and, and they would go home with a cooler full of whiting. You know, while we were chump fishing, but tarpon were your targets, right? And 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 so I I, I have, I've had a hard time ever getting away from that. Tarpon fishing hasn't been very good the last couple of years, but what we used to do, what Leon talked about, we don't do anymore, and it it it, it it's it's maybe something that we go back to because it keeps you out of the crowds. So many people now know you go behind a shrimp boat, you wait for them to dump over. And you wait for a tarpon to come up and you throw a bait to them. It's not that easy. Yes. But it, it, it's, it's, it's something that, 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 that can be done. And, and I've, I've, I've been spoiled over the years because there was very, very few people that did it. And if you, you know, for the most part, if, if there was somebody else in there, you knew them. You talked to them, hey, I'll, I'll take this side, you take that side. And, you know, because there's you know, obviously two portholes that they're, they're, they're dumping the bycatch out of. But anyway. I just. I, I would love to hear Captain Chip Wingo's response to that. Okay. What What is your favorite fish? Because you've yeah. done so much uh, variety of fishing over your career. What's your uh, favorite tarpon, fish? Tarpon, hands down. I don't care if it's kidding. three pounds or 150. There is nothing like a tarpon in the world to me. It's the most challenging, difficult, rewarding, disappointing. Um, <laughs> fun it's thing a turkey. On the For, yeah, it's a turkey. Yeah, that's right. It's a turkey. Yeah. It's, it's turkey hunting on the water, you know. Yeah. Um, yesterday we thought we had a stud because I saw the bite. It was a big, it looked like a big white mouth. It took off and smoked us, and we fought it, fought it, fought it, fought it. And it didn't jump. And, you know, sometimes they don't jump in deeper water. And we fought it. My poor client fought, I think, for like 45 minutes and got up mm. to the boat. It was about a 150-pound shark. and. You know, I was like, well, he's like, well, that's the biggest thing I've ever caught. And I don't want another one of those. <laughs> no, like, absolutely okay. not. Yep. So, <laughs> no, no. But um, there's a, I've seen a lot of tarpon um, on certain tides in the last couple of weeks. And it's all according to bait. If you can find, like, I haven't been able to find bait very, you know, prevalent. Like yesterday, the water was absolutely gorgeous. And I didn't, you know, there was no bait on the beach up out of the Mayport. Right. So, it was too pretty. Yeah. And it's no, been no, so hot, like Leon said. Like Leon said, it's been so hot that I've been going deep. You know, I've been catching a lot of bull red. Um, you know, and and all I want to do is bull red and tarpon fish right now because it's so hot in the creek that you might as well be on a skillet. <laughs> you know, I saw 91.8 <laughs> yesterday. Oh. So we went oh. to... We went through artificials for a little bit, and I turned to look at Christian. I'm like, we need to get out of here. We saw, yeah. a, we did see a tarpon roll, and he didn't even look like he wanted to roll. I mean, he right. Kind of, it was like flop, you know. Yeah, it's too hot for the gnats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know it's too hot with the bass. So, Hunter, it's got to be awesome to work with Dad every day and get fish. Oh, yeah, it is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's a cool job. It's exciting. You know, it's a new adventure every day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, to say the least. But, yeah. you know, with, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with, with this warm water we're talking about, I, I mean, I talked to Captain Scott Shank earlier today, and he told me that they did pretty good flounder fishing today. So He catches a lot of flounder in the summertime. He does. He always has. Yeah. Well, you're fishing it, a little bit deeper for them, too. You are. You? And he, you're right, Chip. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. So, you know, um, but I'm But I'm it has, it, and, I, and I've said this before, Chip, I mean, flounder fish is like, eh. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, seriously, I mean, to catch a 15, 16 inch flounder is like, I mean, give me an eighteen inch redfish all day. I mean, or, or even yeah. a rat red. I, I, I mean, you know, something that thumps it and bites and it, I, I mean, a sixteen inch flounder, you don't even know you have it on. It just kind of swims up to the boat. You net it, you're like high five, and you're like, good job, buddy. Like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, oh but but I, not, I, I get it. Just like any 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 big fish, you know. A five, six, seven, eight-pound flounders. I mean, that's yes, awesome. You know, that, that, and, and when I'm catching them offshore like that, that's, a, that's an incredible, incredible fish. I mean, I get way fired up about that. But, yeah. you know, for, for, for the most part, catching those, you know, 13, 14, 15-inch flounder, and that's what's biting right now. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Um, have, you, have you been slot red fishing at, at all, Chip? Very little. I mean, yep. I am finding them in deeper water, um, but, you know, I just tell my clients, honestly, look, the bite's been suspect, you know, in the shallow water. I mean, we have a chance to pull on some big fish, and, if you know, if you want to explore, let's go run and gun, and it's been it's been great for the last three weeks for me. You know, I mean, we're able to catch. We've caught some studs, too, in, shall- in relatively shallow water, like 26 um, 26 feet of water, we've caught fish pushing 50 inches. Mm. You know, that's awesome. a big redfish to be in that shallow water. And uh, it's just, you know, it's we have to adapt every day. We talk about this a lot. We have to adapt. And if my clients are willing to adapt, you know, I'm like, let's go have fun. And if you want to keep a fish and we can catch some legal stuff, I'll be happy to clean it for you. But, I mean, if you're wanting specifically to target trout and redfish right now, you know, legal fish, it's kind of difficult you know, um, and well, where I'm fishing. So are, are you fishing the crack of dawn the, like Leon that? is? Are you fishing the crack of dawn like Leon is? Or not no? necessarily. I've been leaving any, anywhere between like, I'm on Kevin's schedule. I'm like, Oh, yep. you guys want to get here at eight o'clock? I'll meet you at eight o'clock. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to be hot no matter what it's hot when I get down there. I mean, the middle of the day <laughs> is hot, but that's right. You know, you know, I kind of want to listen to the radio and find out if they are finding bait. So if I can run out there and grab some, I can pull it in shore. Because these big bull reds love pogies. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're like M&M's to them. So, you know, and it's it's just, it, I don't, you know, the nice thing about being in the marina, Ricky, is I'm so spoiled now. Because it's like, oh, you want to go at 10 o'clock on a Saturday? No problem. Yeah, you know, me too. I yeah, no, you guys are spoiled. Yeah. Yeah, until tomorrow. And Saturday, when I got to run all the way to St. Augustine, but you know, and uh, but I don't mind. I mean, it's you know, crank up the music and let it rip. So, but it's uh, it's been decent up here, and I say up here, I'm fishing from JTB up to uh, Nassau Sound. Those are the areas oh, I've been covering. Whew, that's a that's so, a big area, man. 
Yeah, well, it's nice though, Kevin. You know, you talked, you and Scott have talked about how many people are fishing in one area down there. Yeah, up here you can get away. You know, I know, I know. So Chip, it, um, it, it, because during during the summertime growing up, I did a ton of tarpon fishing out of out of Nassau Sound. You know, mm-hmm. um, Amelia Island, that area. I mean, a ton. It, as a matter of fact, it was it was for for most of the summer. Um, you know, June, July, we would turn and go and go north and, and, and fish up there. And then as, as it, 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 end of July, August, September, we would fish basically Southeast hole, maybe, maybe the red tops. So do you mm-hmm. fish, do you tarpon fish that way at, at all at this time of year? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We jumped a big one this week up there. The only bite we got, it didn't stick, but it was a stud. Um, you know, the one where you get your your 12-inch mullet back and it's just scaled. Yep, you yep. Know? It's like, um, yeah, they're starting to show up up there. Um, and they're up in the Nassau River pretty thick right now, too. But it's hard, you know. I'm going to start doing a little chumming myself, too, because it, there's a lot of fish up in that Nassau River area. Yeah. And if you can find one rolling, if you start chumming, you know you're going to pull them up right. uh, eventually. So. You know, but, um, you know, it's just a matter of having the chum, too, like I said earlier, being able to find the bait. But the water got real dirty up there after that heavy rain we had last Saturday. So it's just now starting to clean up a little bit again. Yeah, um, we didn't we didn't get much of that here. Yeah, but it was, no. it was I, I, you know, doing the show on Saturday morning, we were watching the radar, and it, it got ugly, that Brunswick, yeah. Savannah, um, Fernandina area. So, yeah, that's, that's interesting that it dirtied that water up. But, man, that is... That's a beautiful place to fish, you know. I, There's I, nothing I, up there. I, I, I miss beautiful. I miss not fishing up there. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, I mean, that's, that's, I can that's, learn. That's, I can still learn a ton of stuff from you, Kevin. You want to oh go one day? I'll you jump on the boat with me. <laughs> Man, I would. I, I would. I would love to do that, Chip. Absolutely. And and, and, so. and to be honest with you, I'm not like crazy slam packed in, in in July and August, so we. We may do that. We may grab Carrie, and, and uh, I would, I'd love to go up there. That'd be fun. Yeah. I always, like I said, I've learned a lot from a lot of people in my life, and I'd like to learn. I'd like to pick your brain on a little bit more of it. Because yep. I know yep. your tarpon knowledge is, is uh, there. That was, um, yeah, that was, man, that was such a great place to, uh, to tarpon fish. And the biggest kingfish I've ever caught was up there, what, what we call the smiley face. Um, right. And it, 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 it's just, that's, it, it that, for summertime, for heat of the summertime, that place is as fishy as as any place. You know, there's the, some the big climate. critters up there. Yeah, there's some big critters. All right, brother. We got to right, run. I won't, Appreciate I won't you. tell you guys I love you. Have a great week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you, Chip. See you guys. All right. See you, buddy. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll 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 do a little. Uh, Weather forecast and kind of look at uh, what, what we think is going to happen this weekend right here on the Moe's South Mexico Fishing Forecast. Be right back. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. All right, boys, so we got a few minutes to go here. Uh, let's do a forecast real quick. Uh, tonight, south winds 10 to 15, seas 2 to 3, which is a little more than they were calling for. Um, they were calling for it to back off and go southwest, but they're not calling for that now. South winds 10 to 15, becoming east in the afternoon tomorrow, which is typical. Friday night, 
uh, southeast winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4 Saturday for the Kingbuster, for all the guys that are fishing in the Kingbuster. East winds 10 to 15, seas 3 to 4, uh, moderate chop and showers likely in the afternoon and in the morning. So just uh, keep, keep that in mind. Uh, Sunday east winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4. A lot of a lot of inch onshore winds um, th th this weekend, starting tomorrow, and then it, it's it continues all the way through Monday and Tuesday. So, what that has a tendency to do is push the bait down, and it you know, it, it it brings in a lot of pretty water. Beach fishing is probably going to be really good. Um, so as long as you, you may have to find some mullet. You know, around the inlet, something like that, or even further up the ditch. If if um, I have no idea how much bait is this year, for if you're buying bait for the Kingbuster, twelve dollars a piece, hundred and fifty dollars a dozen. Hundred fifty bucks a dozen. Yep. For goggle eyes wow. and runners. Wow, that's that's amazing. I'm not buying any, but yeah. No, 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 no. But, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. But that's fair. That's it, honestly, that's fair. That is a fair price because he's got that. You spend a lot of fuel going and getting that. Oh, I mean, Stam and I talked about it. Is it cheaper for him to buy $150 a dozen, or is it cheaper to go offshore and jig it and come back in a big boat? It. It's cheaper to buy it. It's absolutely cheaper to buy it. So, Hunter, great job. Appreciate you having you, you know, and um, come back and see us. I will. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Captain Ricky Papour, and uh, don't forget to join us for the Nimnik Outdoor Show on Saturday morning. We'll all be there. Myself, Logman, Captain Kirk Waltz, talk to him today. Sound like they've had a tough time catching bait, but um, it, again, it, I think it'll be there tomorrow. But then it's um, it's just kind of iffy uh, about this weekend. Captain Ricky Papour, Hunter Papour, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya.